Well, it's 138 in University Hospital Limerick, but don't forget there's an additional 14 waiting in Ennis and 14 waiting in Nina. And it is a national scandal. And there is no other hospital that comes close to this level of overcrowding. And that is because University Hospital Limerick, this hospital region, is the only hospital region that doesn't have a supporting Model 3 hospital to support the work of the Model 4. And this is despite the fact that the elective surgeries are still cancelled this is the hundredth or the fifteenth day in a row that there's been over a hundred patients on trolleys. And let's not forget it has been well proven that for every eighty two patients waiting on trolleys, at least one patient will die. And this is totally, totally and utterly unacceptable and it can't be allowed to continue. Norlene, I know look it the ply, it, the call of most people in the Midwest and obviously the Midwest Hospital campaign is to see all three emergency departments reopened. We've consistently heard the argument from the Department of Health and from the HSE annual hospitals group that Nina and Ennis and St. John's, you couldn't safely resource or staff them to carry out emergency care. Um, even going back as far as 2009, when the HSE were making their arguments to wind down the EDs, they claimed that they were only handling one emergency operation per week in NS Nina and St. John's. And do you still accept that? Do you, is there any part of you that accepts that, that sees the challenge in re- reopening those emergency departments? Or are you still committed that that's the only solution? There, there are an awful lot of excuses being put up. And um, the main excuse that's being put up for not opening emergency departments is the fact that the clinical advice does not um uh, does not support the reopening of any emergency department. We would, we would, uh, we have asked would they even consider one. So that this is something that has been thrown up again. That was never on the table. That has never been an option because they say that the clinical advice is not there. So what we are trying to understand is what clinicians would advise this situation to continue because this is totally and utterly unsafe for patients, and it has to be looked at. It's the only hospital. Uh, group in in the entire country that doesn't have a Model 3 hospital to support um, the Model 4 hospital. It means that there's no alternative emergency department in this region to support um, what's going on in UHL. And that's why we're consistently in this situation. If um, the, the government have put up an awful lot of excuses, they've said that the funding isn't there, that the resources isn't there, that the output is not there. But, um, you know, as long as this situation continues, we can see that there's a huge, huge demand for this service and there isn't enough um, support being put into this region to cater for the people's needs. And that doesn't boil down to if we should have one or if we should have two or if we should have three emergency departments. That boils down to the fact that these are excuses that have been thrown out time and time again because the will is not there to support this. The clinical advice that the government is hiding behind at the moment currently tells them that the University Hospital Limerick is the only viable emergency department. We don't accept that. And we, we question who these clinicians are that are advising this because their credentials should certainly be questioned if they think that 138 patients being left on trolleys is acceptable. And we know people are dying as a result of this chaos and of this overcrowding. And it is not the people in working and the staff working in the emergency department are to blame for this. It is our politicians who are failing to address this situation. It's, it's the clinicians who are putting up the excuses. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe that um, our politicians are powerless in this situation. I think the Minister for Health has an awful lot of power and authority to address this. And that, that these clinicians, whoever they are, um, should be brought in and questioned 
on what this current device is. Is it outdated now at this stage, given the um, remarkable overcrowding situation that we have here? Year on year, it gets worse and much, much more needs to be done. And putting up excuses like that we need to settle for one emergency department instead of three. If there was even one on the table, um, we could discuss um, further actions on that, but there's not. And we remain on course and we, we, we were not to say, uh, obviously our campaign is, is in Clare is supporting the reopening of Ennis, but who is to tell other campaigns in other counties that they are not allowed to have um, what's best for them as well. And, um, you know, we'll continue to campaign on this issue um, because, as you can see, this isn't an acceptable situation to be left in. It is a very dangerous and unsafe situation and something has to be done about it. Finally, Nolene, the thing we always hear is that the first new bed block should be ready to go by early next year and they're hopeful that the second 96 bed block could be up and running by 2027. If that is, if that helps to alleviate these problems by then, subject adequate staffing as well, in that interim period, what are the short-term solutions? Because, I mean, let's accept that you won't be able to open another emergency department in, in, in the next in, in the next two years either. What what are the best short-term solutions, do you feel? Well, if you concentrate too much on short-term solutions, the long-term, um, re, you know, proper resolution to this escapes us as well. Um, we saw that with the HICRA report where the proposal of a Model 3 hospital was to be investigated and there was no follow-up on the long-term proposal to see that accomplished. Um, I think it's really important to have long-term objectives and to make sure that they're kept on track and that we keep building towards the, to succeed in, in reopening our emergency department because that is really ultimately the only thing that will resolve it. But in the meantime, in short term, beds need to be opened in all hospitals um, and because the capacity you know, has to be created in order to take the demand off University Hospital Limerick. And obviously this recruitment embargo needs to end and the resources have to be put in to the, to, to the health system in the Midwest to um, turn the situation around. There's no other hospital in the country facing the same situation as what the people of the Midwest are facing. And th- that's something to be grateful of, but we need to resolve the issue in the Midwest um, because this this is going on far too long and it's too dangerous. And when you say beds open at other hospitals, do you mean, for example, surge beds in Ennis, Nina and St. John's? Every type of, of bed that, that can be open needs to be opened because you can see um, that it, the hospital in, in Limerick cannot cope with the amount of people that are attending there. And obviously that has to be backed up with the, with the uh, types of staff that are required to facilitate those beds as well. Um, but we're in a, ter- a terrible situation here really because when you consider resources have been drafted in from other areas of the hospital to support the emergency department, elective surgeries have been cancelled, there are patients suffering as a result of those surgeries being cancelled and the resources are really um, stretched even with those resources, resources shut down. So there's a clear and very, very clear um, and obvious need for more services to be put into the Midwest and more support to be put in here.